Welcome, I'm Dr. Timmy Chisano, and I am delighted to be here to share with you the good word of God. And let us go into today's message entitled, Out with the Old and In with the New. Out with the Old and In with the New. And I'm reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 17, which says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Out with the old and in with the new. Now, how many of you all uh, love sports? Or how many of you all are, are, are interested in or has an interest in basketball, football, baseball, tennis, volleyball, soccer, and so on? How many of you consider yourselves as being athletic? How many of you have played on or is currently playing on a team? Or how many are saying this morning that, look, I'm not a ball player, I'm not athletic, and I care nothing about sports? Well, I say unto you this morning that even though you may not be athletic in sports, everyone is indeed an athlete. Someone may be saying, how is this possible? Well, when you sum it all up, There are only two teams in this world. Jesus team and Mr. Sin's team. And you are either a player on Jesus team or you are a player on Mr. Sin's team. Listen, these two teams are are always hooking up, constantly battling each other. They cannot stand each other. Talk about a rivalry. This is indeed a rivalry. But the thing I like about this matchup is that Jesus' team always win. The sin team always find a way to lose. They don't have a winning formula. They always self-destruct. They can't help themselves simply because they don't have a winning formula. And I'm here to let you know that you cannot and will not win living in sin. Everyone that lives in sin are losers and always will be if they stay there. The sad part about it is that all that is, everyone on the sin team, everybody on the sin team, are athletic. Some are athletic in committing fornication, seeing how many people they can score with, 
keeping count of their conquered sexual partners. Others are athletic in committing adultery. They just can't seem to keep their hands off of somebody else's husband or wife. Some are athletic in telling lies with a straight face, with no type of conviction. Others are athletic in stealing right from under your nose. Some are athletic in being bound, hooked on crack cocaine, looking like an old dried up prune. Others are athletic in faithfully trying to drown their problems in a liquor bottle. Some are athletic in being whoremongers, spotting out decent women who are scared with no place to go and turning them into prostitutes. Others are athletic in raping and killing people. The sin team. But I'm here to let you know on this morning, you don't have to stay there. We don't want you to stay in these conditions. Why? Because there is no life on this team. Every player's in on Mr. Sin's team is debt. The Bible says that the wages of sin is debt. If you're on this team, when your sinful career is over, you will receive debt, the lake of fire. Listen, the owner of this team doesn't care about you because he knows where he is going and he is trying to take as many as possible with him. And we all know who this owner is. We talk, I'm talking about the devil himself. He don't care nothing about you. He know he's going. He know he is doomed. He know he is on his way to hell. And his team is doomed. Listen, we want you to come to the winning side. Oh, glory to God. We want you to come over and to become a part of the team of winners. Well, let, let, let's see here. Let's look at this team of winners. Let's look at Jesus team. Let's dissect this verse number 17 that we just read. The first thing that Apostle Paul says, if any man, if any Man. Now we see here that God is not a respecter of persons. God is not prejudiced. He's not racist. He says here, if any man, woman, boy, or girl, black, white, red, it doesn't matter what color you are, what race you are, how old you are. If any man come, if any man, if any man. The second thing he says, be in Christ. Be in Christ. Be in Christ. The key word is in Christ. The Apostle Paul makes it clear that there is no life outside of Christ. There is no newness outside of Jesus. And he says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. When a male or female comes into union with the risen and glorified Lord, he or she becomes a new creation. Everyone that are in Christ are immortal beings trapped in a mortal decaying body. 
<laughs> Glory to God. First Peter chapter one and verse 20, 23 says this being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which live it and abide it forever. Now, listen, when something is incorruptible, it is imperishable. And something that cannot perish is what? Eternal. When you get in Christ, you become like him. He is eternal. So therefore, when we that are in Christ, we are immortal beings. We are eternal right now. But we are eternal beings trapped in mortal bodies. Then he says, all things are passed away. In other words, you no longer have a desire to sin. Why? Because that old nature, that old way of thinking and living is gone. You now have the mind of God. Your thoughts become his thoughts and your ways become his ways. You no longer have a desire to sin. The concept of the old team is gone. Oh, glory to God. And then he says, behold, all things are become new. Woo! You take on a new concept. You take on a new way of thinking. You take on a new way of speech. Your talk becomes different. You take on a new way of life, a new way of living. All things are become new. I like what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. He says this, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor uh, effeminate, which means homosexuality, nor abusers with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. But I like what he goes on to say. He said, and such were some of you. Some of you used to be fornicators. Some of you used to be idolaters. Some of you used to be adulterers. Some of you used to be homosexuals and dykes. Some of you used to be abusers with mankind. Some of you used to be thieves and covetous, drunkards, revilers, extortioners. But now ye are washed. But ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. Oh, glory to God. Listen, we used to be on the team of losers. We used to be that. Glory to God. But now we are on the winning team. But now we are a part of Jesus team. We are somebody in him. Glory to God. We are winners because of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 1, verses 1 through 6, it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. 
and in his law do he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. But the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous. Oh, glory to God. But the way of the ungodly shall perish. Woo, my God, my God. We are on the winning team. The, the, David said in Psalm 27 and 1, he said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be Afraid. I don't have a reason to fear anybody. I don't have a reason to be afraid because I'm on the winning team because the Lord is my light. He leads and guides me. He is my savior and he is my strength. I can't lose. It is impossible for me to lose. Woo! My God, I got the victory and I will always have the victory because I'm on the winning team. David said in Psalm 23 and verse 4, he said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah, it doesn't matter what obstacle coming our way. I'm not going to fear. I'm not going to fear any situation. I'm not going to fear any trials. I'm not going to fear any tribulations. I'm not going to fear any persecutions. I'm not going to fear nothing. Because God is with me. Woo. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Isaiah chapter 43 verses 1 through 2. Reads, and I'm reading from the Living Bible. It says this, but now the Lord who created you, O Israel, says, don't be afraid, for I have ransomed you. Woo! I have redeemed you, glory to God. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters and great trouble, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. Woo! Glory to God. Isaiah 54 and 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Isaiah 59 and 19 says, When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Jesus came on the scene in Matthew's gospel, chapter 16 and verse 18, which says, And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Woo! The apostle Paul had this to say in Romans chapter 8, verses 31, 33 through 35, 
and 37 through 39. He says, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justify it. Who is he that condemn it? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also make it intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? No. Let me answer that for you. Distress? No. Persecution? No. Famine? No. Nakedness? No. Peril? No. Sword? No, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. We're not just a conqueror. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. He goes on to say, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We are new creatures. We are new creations forever. Not just, not just today, not just tomorrow, but we are new creatures forever. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Who, my God, my God. Listen, and not only do you become a new creation on this winning team, but there is hope after we leave here. The Apostle Paul says this in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verses 51 through 53. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 53. He says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Let me read this passage from the Living Bible. He says, but I am telling you this strange and wonderful secret. We shall not all die. But we shall all be given new bodies. All that is, I told you, we were eternal beings trapped in mortal bodies. Hallelujah. This is our hope. We are waiting for our glorified body. This is our hope. We have hope on the other side. Glory to God. The world will live in this life and then the judgment. But we got hope on the other side. We will live in this life and we will continue to live on the other side forever. We are eternal right now because we are in Christ. And when Jesus comes, we will receive our eternal bodies, our new bodies. Glory to God. Look what he says. He said, but we shall all be given new bodies. 
Oh, I like that. It will all happen in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. For there will be a trumpet blast from the sky. And all the Christians who have died will suddenly become alive with new bodies. Oh, I like the way that Bible reads. With new bodies that will never, never die. And then we who are still alive shall suddenly have new bodies too. Woo! For our earthly bodies, the ones we have now that can die, must be transformed into heavenly bodies that cannot perish, but will live forever. But will live forever. In other words, we are right now a new creature. We are immortal beings waiting for our immortal bodies. For now, we live in this mortal decaying body. But one day, glory to God, but one day this old decaying mortal body is going to give over to glory. My God, my God. John says, behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. He says, beloved. Now, right now, are we the sons of God? We are eternal beings right now. And he said, and it do not yet appear what we shall be. We don't know how, how our glorified, glorified body is going to look. We don't know how we're going to look in our glorified body. Woo. I said, we don't know how we are going to look in our glorified body. It does not yet appear where we shall be, but we know one thing, that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Woo! That's enough to shout about right about now. That's enough to give God a praise in your living room. Hallelujah. We're going to be like him. We're going to be like the king of kings. We're going to be like the Lord of lords. We're going to be like the great I am. We're going to be like Alpha and Omega. We're going to be like the king of glory. The Lord of hosts. El Shaddai. We're going to be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Aren't you glad you that you are on the winning team? Aren't you glad that you are a part of the winning team? Hallelujah. On the winning team, we get to see Jesus. On the winning team, we get to see God the Father. Woo! On the winning team, we get to live in heaven. On the winning team, we get to rule with him. My God, my God. This is the reason why we shout the way we do. Because we are winners. Because we are a new creation. With our sight set on glory. The reason why we sing and dance the way we do is because even though we were physically born here, we are spiritually hooked up to heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. Glory to God. The reason we talk and walk the way we do it's because we are a chosen generation. 
We've been chosen by God. We've been handpicked by God. My God, my God, he called us. He chose us. He ordained us for his purpose, for his glory, and for us to enjoy eternity with him. We are a royal priesthood. We are somebody. We are special. We are royalty. Woo! We are a holy nation. Handpicked a group of people are from all parts of the world to form one nation unto God, which is called a holy nation. And it's a holy nation because we are holy because the Holy One lives on the inside of us. We are a peculiar people. We are different. We are special. The word peculiar means a special kind of people. We are different because we are not from here. We are pilgrims passing through here. We don't belong here. Our citizenship is in heaven. Woo! I feel like praising him right now. My God, my God, my God. Listen, in my closing, if you are not saved, I want you to know that you too can become a part of the winning team. You can become a member of Jesus' team. All you have to do is believe that Jesus died for your sins and have placed you in right standing with God. Repent, repent, repent of your sins right now. And be baptized and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then you will be able and then you too will be able to say out with the old and in with the new.